Hey guys, you're listening to God Within Her Podcast with Regan and Michaela, and we're so glad you're here. This podcast is a discussion about worldly topics and how to navigate them from a godly perspective. Stay tuned. And thanks for listening. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of God Within Her Podcast. I feel like I don't even know how to do this, but we're... We're so excited to be talking to you guys again. Uh, yes. So I'm Michaela, of course. Riggy Riggs is in the house with Hello. me. Hello. Um, yeah, we're back. Man, it's been a while. We took a little break. A little? But it was too long. Too long. Uh, I mean, we haven't recorded since August. And you know what? I'm going to give us grace because it is 2020. But yeah, we are so excited to just like talk to you guys again, spend time with you guys. Um, we're sorry that we've been gone for so long, but I, I know mean, like, we got is, busy. Life has happened. Regan, what yeah. have you been doing? Girl, I was studying for the MCAT. That took over my life this summer, and then it got canceled. I mean, 2020. What what did I expect? It got canceled because of hurricane an entire um pole fell over you know so power outage and then so I had to study for a few more weeks and then the semester just caught up with me yeah what about you um well first I remember whenever you texted me you were like it got canceled yeah you were crying you're like it got canceled I felt so bad but um but it's done you done did it I'm so proud of you um me I've just been sulking in my own despair of 2020 um no I'm just kidding it's it's been okay I just just working spending time with family when I can right um trying to save money I started doing a low buy where I don't buy specific items um trying to be smarter with money doing financial courses so yeah I mean in my free time I've been trying to trying to do things productively but I've also been spending um I think my phone said eight hours on TikTok Mm. so that's yeah that's fun too Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I can agree with that I literally took a little social media hiatus and it was lovely highly recommend to anyone as we talked about in our social media episode yes um (laughs) so a little uh shameless plug but you know unplug you know sometimes it's good to lower that screen time and you taught me what was that like a couple weeks ago that you can actually like set the amount of time that you spend on an app yeah so like three hours is what i spend maybe one hour Maybe cut it down to 30 minutes. <laughs> Maybe I should just delete the ticky party. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely a good idea, especially with like holidays coming up. You want to be more present, mm-hmm. spend more time with family, and hopefully spending more time in God this season. Yes. Um, which is what we wanted to talk to you guys about today. Yeah. So like Ree and I we've been talking and we feel like, you know, we talk a lot about in our in our podcast like what it's like to walk with God, but I'm sure that there's some people listening that are like, okay, how do I even start 
to engage a relationship with God? Like, what does that look like? What are some things that I can do to get closer to God? And so we wanted to make this podcast episode specifically for for you guys and for people that want to just get closer to God anyways. And I do want to preface, like, pause. Um, we're going to list off some things um, that have worked for us, but we just want to say, like, these are not things that you need to check off in order to be a quote unquote good Christian, because thank God we do not have to earn our love from God by good works. Um, mm-hmm. But by the everlasting love that he has for us, so much so that he sent his son to shed his blood on the cross for us, knowing that we would never be worthy of a second chance. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus right there. Amen. So Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, um, I want to just kind of touch on real quick. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your doing. It is the gift of God not a result of works so that no one can boast. So to put that in layman's terms, basically everything we do is not to receive a quote unquote gold star in God's eyes, but it's for us to get closer to him, Um, which is amazing because like I said, there's nothing that we could do to earn God's love, but he just graciously gives it to us. I mean, what? Like, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's literally all of that's so true. We just wanted to talk to you today about growing in godliness, which can be summed up in a closeness to Christ and a conformity to Christ. And basically, as we grow in our faith and when we call ourselves Christians, we should ultimately be growing closer and increasing our intimacy with Christ and having a relationship with him. And just as Michaela said, it is not about performance. It's about proximity. And yeah. it's not about what you do because there's nothing you could ever do to earn God's love and there's nothing you could ever do to lose it. So it's not a matter of checking these boxes. But when we put our trust in Christ, we see life change and mm-hmm. we do see actions change. And um, what I always say is that we are saved through faith alone, but saving faith is never alone. Um, Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. So, I mean, just those things consider you saved. But then James 2 says faith without works is dead. Um, So faith was working together with works and by works, faith was made perfect. That says that in James 2. And this shows that works follow from faith and from faith and a life change and a heart change flow good works and works that um honor god have i said that i missed you (laughs) i miss you i just i just love just like hearing god speak through you to me like i just oh 10 out of 10 (laughs) chef's kiss chef's kiss so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the first thing that I that I wrote down when we were kind of brainstorming, the most important thing that has helped me grow closer to God is just talking to him like every single day. Mm-hmm. So Regan, like think of our relationship. Imagine if we didn't talk or we talked like once every two weeks. That would or if we suck. just it would it really would. Like we wouldn't grow. Like right. communication is important in any relationship. 
And if, and if you want a strong relationship with God, like it's the same way. God desires to speak to us and we can talk to him about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, First Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. So yeah. don't feel like you can't come to God for something. Like with something, there are times where I just talk to God like all day long, just like yeah. he's my friend. And yeah. I know that he's listening. And along with talking to God daily, ask him questions too. Like when you mm-hmm. want to get to know somebody, you ask them questions. And honestly, I like to think of when I was a child and whenever I was a child, whenever I was curious about something, I'd ask. Like there's a lot of like, like how kids go like, why? Why? Well, why? <laughs> well, why? Well, why? It's okay to do that with God sometimes. Like ask him questions and God is not afraid of your questions. He's God. Like he's yeah. not scared of your questions. Actually, Hebrews 4, 6 says, let us with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So God is not afraid of your questions. You can ask him anything. And like I said, he is more than happy to talk to you. Yeah. Like when I was first becoming a Christian and like even growing up, I always thought, well, God already knows what's in my head. God knows what I'm thinking and he knows everything that's in my heart, everything that's happening in my life because he's always there and he always knows he's all knowing. But I mean that, Mm -hmm. and that I think deterred me from just even telling him about the simple things in my heart and what I was feeling, thinking where, where I was feeling temptation or struggles. And I wasn't like relying on him in every sense because I just, I was like, oh, he knows everything. But yeah, I mean, we should talk to him about everything, every little thing, every big thing, you know, it all matters to him. And Jesus is our friend. He's our friend, not just some like superhuman being, not even human, but supernatural being that we can't have a relationship with. Like we can have a relationship with him. So we should talk to him about everything. Mm-hmm. And he cares about the little things in our lives so much. Like I pray to God about everything. Like if I have a breakout on my face, I'm like, Father God, (laughs) please help my skin. Like, please clear a test. You know, I'm sure that you've prayed before you've gone into a test. Like if you just pray before you get into the car, like he cares about those little things so much. Yeah. Um, The second thing I wrote down, which is almost just as important as the first is reading your Bible and read her Bible. I want <laughs> and read her Bible. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Thank you. <laughs> your Bible is a collection of stories that, that show the everlasting and reckless love of God and how Jesus walked on this earth and how he died for us and how he conquered death. Um, and in order to understand exactly who Jesus is and how he was on this earth, you got to read your Bible. And there's so many times where people will say, I don't feel like I need to read my Bible because that was made thousands of years ago. That's not very relevant to what life is right now. But Romans 5.14 says, for whatever is written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scripture, we might have hope. So the Bible is the only the only book that is everlasting and that always makes sense. And the Bible is the only book that reads you back. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> every every time I open up my Bible, I will read something and I'm like, all right, God, I get it. Right. 
I didn't, I get it. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, you have to read your Bible and it, and it is our mission to walk out our lives like Jesus and to love people like Jesus. How else are we going to learn how Jesus loved people? Yeah. You know, if we're not reading the Bible and um, Psalms 119, 105 says your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So we actively need to read, learn, and digest the word of God and to guard it within our hearts. For it is a light to our path, which brightens up every corner of our lives. For it is God's instrument to lead us to holiness and to guide our feet in his way of truth. So you really have to dig into the Bible. And and like I said, whenever you open that book, God will teach you so much, not only about himself, but about yourself too. Mm-hmm. And and convict you in such a such an amazing way whenever you read it. Um, yeah. And honestly, like if you really take your time to read the Bible, like you will find so much, like there's so much drama. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You wouldn't believe. No. I was going to be like, he did that. (laughs) With who? (laughs) What? (laughs) With who? (laughs) I was reading Daniel a couple months ago and I literally felt like I was reading like Game of Thrones or something. (laughs) Like, there's really? like, okay, there's this king, then this king, then this king, then this right. king was overthrown, and then this king died, and then blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. it's, it's so good. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, we're, it's so important to read your Bible, but I just want to make it very clear that there's going to be days where you don't want to. Mm-hmm. There's going to yep. be days where you're like, I'm just not in the mood, I don't want to spend time in the Word today, and you really need to have spiritual discipline, and you need to discipline yourself to get in the word even 15 minutes read one Mm -hmm. chapter just read one chapter pick it apart highlight it meditate on it pray about it just 15 minutes before you start your day maybe at a lunch break anything simple like that and I think over time you're really going to see that you enjoy it and but you got to get started and even when you do enjoy it there's still going to be days where you're busy you have a packed day Mm -hmm. but you got to make time yeah, and the Bible seems like such a big book. Yeah. But once you break it down, like you said, like doing a chapter a day or, mm-hmm. you know, however you want to break it down, it makes this big book seem much Small. smaller. Yeah, and our our friend Maggie, she Hi, actually Maggie. told us that you can read the Bible in a year if you read for 12 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. If you read it for 12 minutes a day, you can read it in a year. And if you can finish the entire book, if you read it for 72 hours straight, I mean, no one's going to do that, but like, that just goes to show how small, small it actually is, like how quick you can actually read through it. And it's not this impossible thing you're never going to read. I mean, I've seen people finish like Harry Potter book series and like yeah. 72 hours. Yeah. So take it, take the Bible to the beach. <laughs> take the bible to the beach beach and bible you know the double exactly. Bs. exactly. yeah <laughs> so it's, it's it's once you kind of break it down it's not as intimidating and there's so much goodness in the bible and yeah last thing i'm gonna say um my last point is lastly just get involved in a church or a small group it is so important to be around a community that has like like-minded views it's so nice to have people that can like support you can empathize with you can counsel you and can mentor you and that can do that with the word of god behind them you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah 
it's it's nice to get advice from your friends, but it's even better to get advice from somebody that has a personal relationship with God and mm-hmm. can counsel you and can guide you um, to do what's to do what's best. Um, Ecclesiastes four nine through twelve says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil." For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and he has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. They, they usually say that a threefold cord is not quickly broken. I've heard that at weddings talking yeah. about like the husband, wife and God. But you can also use that like with your friends too. Like yeah. if you don't have a Christian support system, when you fall into sin, it's so much harder to find somebody that's going to pick you up out of that sin if they're yeah. struggling with the same sin that you're struggling with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But if you have a group of Christian friends or um, you know, believers around you that when they see you struggling, when they see you fall, they can pull you out, um, with help from God. It's just, yeah, Yeah. I, that was definitely something that helped me a lot. Like this past year, um, as I get closer to God is being part of small groups, getting involved in, in church, um, and just being around people that have a strong relationship with God and that can talk truth into me. Yeah. And it's like, do you want to be surrounded by a bunch of people who are going to drag you down or who are going to pull you up and build you up closer to Christ? And when you surround yourself with those people, it's you're going to grow closer to Christ because mm-hmm. they're not going to be pulling you down. They're going to be supporting you, encouraging you, lifting you up. And um, the devil thrives on isolation. That's the Ugh. devil's best place. He wants you alone in your own mind, in your own space without other people to be like, no, that is the enemy that mm-hmm. is creeping up on you. Like, this is not what God calls you to do and to help you through those struggles. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about the alone thing. I mean, the devil tried to persuade Jesus when he was alone in the garden. Exactly. So just Isolation. have Isolation. Um, so I just had a couple points that I thought would be good ways to just grow and be more like Christ and grow closer to Christ. So the first one I said was talk about God. So Mm -hmm. it's most important to have that vertical conversation with our father about things and that we bring things to him. But then it's also really important to talk horizontally with those around us on earth about him. And like I said in Romans before, we are to confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord. And so we are to spread the good news to the world so that others may know Christ too. Mm -hmm. And that's our number one mission is just to build his kingdom. And we can do that by telling others about God. And then not only can we just tell them about the gospel and what that says, but we can also talk about God through our stories. And as Christians, yeah. we should have stories of radical life change and transformation as a result of running with Jesus. And this life change should be evident and observable. And it's something that we share with others because talking about God and the change that he's done in your life can help others to want to follow him because when they know about the goodness that God's done for you and in you, then 
you can tell them that he can do it for them too. Mm-hmm. You're so right. And you know, it's funny that you bring that up because it kind of, while you're talking, it like brought me to this point. Um, this was like many, many years ago, maybe in high school. And this guy came up to me and my friends and we were like, oh, how are you? And he's like, oh, I'm good. God is so good. And da, 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 da. Like just going on about God's goodness and graciousness. And at the time I'm like, okay, enough with the Jesus talk. But like, yeah, the more you get to know God, like the more you want to tell people about him. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you go and you see a movie and it was good, you tell everybody like, hey, you got to make sure that you see this movie. Like, yeah, it was a really good movie. Like we should be doing the same thing about God too. So that was, yeah. And like sometimes I find it crazy. Like as much as we're excited about a football game or whatever happens in sports, like why aren't we that ecstatic about this news that we have about Jesus and our salvation? Like why Mm -hmm. aren't we sharing that and jumping up and down as much as we do for the NFL? So yeah. Just telling others not only about the gospel, but just your stories, like how God has changed you and your heart and um, the things you've seen from following Christ can really help others to know him. That's good. And then the second point I had was pray. So, I mean, this kind of goes along with Michaela's point of talking to God, but I think we can talk to God about things, but we can also pray to God. Like those can be two separate things. Like praying is not the only way we can talk to God. Um, so in First Thessalonians 5, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, and give mm-hmm. thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. So this says we are to pray continually. Like, that is not pray once a day. Like, pray when you pray when you need a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. like God's not a genie. We're not yes. supposed to just ask him for wishes to give us a good grade. Like, yes, we can, but those aren't the only things. And, like, it literally says this is God's will for our lives that we pray continually. So that's so important. Um, and then yeah. pray for others, not only ourselves, but others. James five sixteen says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And I always say this. I say prayer works. Prayer oh, yes. works. And it is like as followers of Christ, like we become righteous people and our prayers are very powerful. And mm-hmm. also praying for others is so important because sometimes you really have to ask yourself or others and be like, if all your prayers from this week were answered, would only your life change? Would mm, would only good. your life change or would all these lives around you change? And so who are you really praying for? And then pray for your own pursuit of Christ too. Um, Matthew twenty six forty one says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. And he literally could have said anything, watch and run <laughs> so that you may not fall into temptation. You know, <laughs> like he could have said anything, but he said, pray about temptation. Like that is something so powerful that it can help you when you're in those moments of weakness and struggle with temptation. Um, and just over and over and over again in scripture, it just tells us to devote ourselves to prayer, to prayer faithfully and in every situation to pray. So it's just powerful and it brings us closer to Christ. Um, and it's so important in scripture. So it's very important that we do that too. Yeah. Prayer is so powerful. But like you said, you said it and I, I was thinking it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it, but you said it. <laughs> um, it. Where you said God is not a genie. Yeah. 
Like, people just feel like they can, like, rub their hands together and be like, all right, I want X, Y, and Z. Right. And then if they don't get it, then they're upset, and then they stray away from God. Right. Um, And, like, he's not just, you're not like, God, like, let me have a good test grade. God, like, help me through this presentation. You know, like, God, give me that job. You know, like, he's not just here to grant your wishes. Um, And sometimes you can think of him that way. Especially if you're not doing anything behind it. You can't say, like, all right, God, help me get a good grade on this test. Okay, good night. And not study. Literally, it says (laughs) God helps those who help themselves. So it's not just God. I mean, it is God. You're in control. I trust you. But it's not like I'm not going to help myself. Because mm-hmm. he's not going to help you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then my third point is to grow in your thankfulness. So God is extremely gracious and loving towards us. So we should desire to grow and be more like him in that way too. Um, Psalm 106 says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Hebrews 12 says, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. So we receive so many blessings from God, and we should be thankful for those things, especially in hard times, because in hard times, we should remind ourselves of the things we are thankful for. So, I mean, that's as simple as daily just writing down or thinking of 10, 5 things we're thankful for just at the start of our days so that we, like, go into the day and we might have struggles, but we've started it with, like, a grateful heart and that mm-hmm. and just reminding ourselves of the things God has given us. So that when we have hard times that we know he is good and he always is good. Also, be thankful with Thanksgiving coming up and all the holidays. That's something to be thankful for. Yes. Yes. Anyway, our last point, my last (laughs) point is take action. So a lot of these things are things like you can do yourself to grow your relationship. But ultimately, we need to like go out into the world and we need to follow Christ in that mm-hmm. way and be an example. So we need to serve others. We need to give graciously and just ultimately be a representation of Jesus Christ on earth. Mm-hmm. And 1 Corinthians 11.1 1 says, Paul says this, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So when we call ourselves Christians, we have to look and act like Jesus so we can be an example for those that don't know Christ or are new in their faith because they're looking to us as their maybe one and only example of a Christian. We want to be a true Christian and what God calls us to do so that when they imitate us, they are imitating Christ as we are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Two things I want to say. So the first thing I want to say is that Jesus did not come down from earth in this little bubble to be served, but he stepped out in the community to serve others. Yeah. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, um, I can't remember who told me this. Maybe I heard it in our small group. I don't know. But it was, you may be the only Bible that somebody ever reads. Was that you? I said that. (laughs) See, I knew. I knew it came from a good source. And I think of that all the time. I'm like, I may be the only depiction of Jesus Christ that somebody might have. Not saying Mm -hmm. that I'm like, as you know, I'm not saying that, but... What I'm saying is, is that somebody may look at me as like their only depiction of what a Christian is. Right. And, you know, I want to serve others. I want to give graciously. I want to be a representation of Jesus Christ on earth. 
Um, So if I'm ever in a situation where I'm heated or, you know, whatever the case may be, if I could reach out and serve somebody else, like, why not? Why not do it? Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking about it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I did it. I did it. (laughs) Those are really good. Those are really good points. See, I knew that you were going to come with the heat, as you always do. So You do, too. It's, it's great. It's great. It's great. Um, but, again, like we said, there's so many different things that you could do to get closer to God. And um, this is not, like, a checklist that you have to, okay, I did this, I did this, I did this. Because mm-hmm. it, it has nothing to do with good works, like we said. It has everything to do with God's love for us. And these are just things that you can do to get closer to God um, right. and feel his presence. Um, any final words, Ricky? No, I think we... We hit it home. Ah, well, guys, we missed you so much. We promise, we promise that we won't be gone as long as we did because we genuinely missed you guys. I know. I miss doing this. It feels so good to be back. It does. It feels so good to talk in a microphone (laughs) and sing off tune and laugh and just talk about God. Um, We have a lot of cool stuff coming up, so we're really excited. Um... But yeah, that's yeah. all I gotta say. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, if you are listening to this before Thanksgiving, well, it's 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 the twenty fourth. So have a very happy Thanksgiving. You'll Christmas. probably listen to this after. So have a very merry Christmas and a happy <laughs> New Year. Good tidings, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. We gotta go. All right. We'll see you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of God Within Her Podcast. If you heard God speak to you through this podcast, be sure to let us know by subscribing and giving us a review. And if you feel someone else could benefit from what you heard today, be sure to share it with them. You can find us on Instagram at God Within Her Podcast. Thanks for listening and talk to you in the next one.